Y'all gotta bear with me. It's been a minute. Gotta get back into the swing of things. Welcome to season two, episode 26 of the Underground Freeway Podcast. Yes, that feels so good, man. I know it's different, but it feels good because I miss doing this shit and I'm so happy to be back. Let me not jump the gun, though. Let me, uh, you know, give all of my thanks and appreciation to all of my fans that pay attention to this podcast, that tune into this podcast, that show me love over this podcast. Um, Both new and old, I appreciate you guys. I thank you so much for rocking with me throughout season one, episodes one to twenty five. Uh, I told y'all that I'd be back with season two. It'd be bigger. It'd be better. And that's my intention, point blank, period. So getting back into it now. Oh, man, I miss doing this so much. I mean, for the obvious fact of, you know, it's therapeutic for me. Um, I've always said it through every episode. This shit is therapy at its best for me because I'm able to speak. It's my outlet. Um, In most cases, I, I don't have someone here in studio with me, you know, that I'm speaking to directly. But um, just the fact that I get to get on here and I get to speak, you know, and and speak my truths um, and and get that out, uh, it's it's a great feeling, you know. It's therapeutic to get that out there, to feel good. Um, It gives me, you know, something to do. Uh, Not that I was looking for something to do, (laughs) but, you know, it just just gives me something to look forward to every single week. Uh, And, you know, the obvious reasons that I also stated from episodes 1 through uh, 25, excuse me, uh, well, 26, because we here now, right? We arrived. Um, I- I'm looking to help people. You know what I mean? Not everybody uh, can communicate well. Not everyone can express themselves well. Sometimes they need to hear something uh, for motivation, you know, uh, and we know that because you may find yourself going on social media and seeing a meme, seeing a video of someone else that might be uh, expressing something that they're going through and you'll find comfort in that. You know, and that'll encourage you to, you know, possibly open up or feel better about whatever your situation may be at the time. So, um, you know, this is definitely to serve people, whether I know you or I don't know you. Uh, it's definitely to encourage and, and to uplift, to teach one, each one, teach one. Yeah, I know how it go. Um, and that's that, you know, but we back at it and, and I'm super excited to get the ball rolling. Uh we ended 2019 uh, with a, a big buildup to the ball drop into the new year coming in. Um, and that's per usual. You know, every single year we always get excited about the, the ball dropping. And, you know, um, there's a lot of excitement around that concept, that theory. You know, it's a fresh start when January 1st hits. And um, we all fall I don't want to say victim to that, but, you know, we fall victim to that. We get caught up in that. And uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think it only becomes a bad thing when you you don't take advantage of the idea that it's a fresh start. You know, you you allow this fresh start to come and go and you haven't renewed yourself. You haven't recharged yourself. You haven't done anything different than you've, you know, been doing the previous year or previous month or, or whatever. So, you know, we had to build up to, you know, the ball dropping, the new year, the new decade is here now. You know, I assume that we all had new goals going into the year or you created your new goals as the year, you know, turned over into 2020. Um, it's a month and a half in now, almost to the T. And I have to ask, you know, what's been done? What, what, what have you guys 
completed? What have you done in this month and a half of 2020? Um, and that's not me asking you as if I'm looking for an answer. Obviously, it's me just posing a question to you to ask yourself, you know, look in the mirror and ask yourself, OK, you know, 2020, we, we a month and a half in. What have I done? What have I accomplished? What have I quit? You know, um, and, and just to kind of help you to give you a boost of what I may be talking about. If you stuck with it, you're not following along. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe you might have had plans to, you know, get fit. Did you start and stick with your fitness goals? Um, did you register your, your your business, a business that you by yourself or you and your friends wanted to, you know, start? Uh, did you apologize to a friend, a family member that you may have had issues with? Uh, did you approach a, a girl or a guy that you, you know, was looking at for a long time that you may have had a crush on that you admired from afar whether they, they was a friend or not, um, did you approach them? You know, did you go for that? Uh, did you get out of that bad relationship or bad situation that kind of just was sucking the life out of you and, you know, dimming your light and, and just killing your whole mood and vibes and so on and so forth? Or did you fix that relationship if it was in a place of, you know, repair, if it was in a, you know, a place that you could fix what you guys had and, you know, kind of refresh that? Did you do that? Um did you go on that vacation that you wanted to go on? Did you plan or book a vacation that you kept talking about? You know, the list goes on, so on and so forth. So did you do any of those things that you set out to do that you talked about doing? Or did you remain stagnant and, and continue to put it off like you did in the past? If that's the case, then, you know, this episode is for you because, the purpose of going into 2020, at least what I thought with the buildup to the new year, the fresh start, how it is every single year is that you want to leave the old behind and pick up the new. So if you you still carrying on the old, then, you know, I'm here to say, yo, check yourself. You know, overall, the year has been rough in regards to the society we live in, the communities we live in. It's been rough. You know, I mentioned um some at some point last season that, you know, I watched the news a lot more so for the weather, but. And watching the news, you notice how depressing it is. It's all, it just speaks so much bad. It's always, oh, and such and such, this, this murder happened or this, just a bunch of tragedy and just bad news happening all of the time on the news. So, you know, overall, like I said, the year was rough and um, the news made sure to let us know that. I think the most obvious, the most recognizable situation was the Kobe Bryant situation with his daughter, um, as well as the other people that was on that helicopter that passed. And I have to make sure that, you know, I, I, I say that because they lost their lives as well. Obviously, um, they weren't as, you know, recognizable as Kobe Bryant and his daughter. They didn't have that status that, you know, he wasn't world known. They weren't world known um, like Kobe Bryant. So everybody that tend to mention that situation or speak of it, just kind of talk about Kobe and his daughter as if they was the only two. And, and rightfully so to an extent. But I just have to make sure. You know, I say that they lost their lives, too. You know, they're not going back home to whatever family they left. So I, I really don't want to talk much about that situation because obviously, you know, it's is everybody been dealing with it. I, I think it, it pretty much hit everybody the same, even though majority of us don't even know him personally, you know, and that just goes to speak very high on the impact that he left, uh, the things that he did with his time while he was here. Which, you know, pretty much goes into me asking, you know, 
what, what have you guys done? It's been a month and a half uh, into the new year. And if you haven't accomplished anything that you set out to accomplish, you're wasting time. Now, you know, with this Kobe Bryant situation and any other tragedy that happened in the world um, where people was affected, families were affected, you know, by death or major injury, life altering, whatever. Um, life goes on even still. And I don't say life goes on to be um, an asshole about the situation or say, you know, everyone needs to get over it and move on. Uh, I say that to say time doesn't wait for anybody, regardless to what's happening. You know, um, Kobe Bryant's wife and, and, and his daughters that he left behind. Yeah, they have to mourn all his friends, you know, and other extended family. Uh, they they have to mourn. They have to go through that go through that period of mourning. But life goes on because each day that they're mourning time, it hasn't stopped for them. You know, time is still going to continue to tick. Days are still going to continue to go right by in weeks and months and, you know, years. And hopefully it doesn't take that long for them to come to a place of peace uh, and accept that this is their reality and, and continue to do great things, continue his legacy, continue living their own lives, um, you know, but life goes on. And you, you guys need to know that time waits for nobody. So stop wasting your time. You know, this situation, these tragedies and things like that that happen. Yeah, we, we get upset. We get sad. But it definitely should serve as in encouragement. Also, encouragement in a sense of. Yeah, yo, we're truly here today and gone tomorrow. You know what I mean? Those two things, those two uh, uh, phrases, time waits for nobody is one and two. You know, we could be here today and gone tomorrow. You really don't know. So why waste that time? You, you understand what I'm saying? I know you guys are following because it's a very simple concept, but we definitely take it for granted. And the only time we tend to appreciate it is when death gives us perspective. Uh, sad to say, um, you know, it, yeah, it was Kobe Bryant, but it could have been anybody. Um, and death usually puts things in its proper perspective. And, and that shouldn't happen. We shouldn't, you know get hit with a tragedy in order for us to wake up, wake, wake yourself up. And that's why I'm asking that question. You know, it's been a month and a half into this year. What have you done? What have you accomplished? What did you put to the side? Which is, what did you say? Forget it about, you know, or yeah, I hope y'all feeling where I'm going with it. Um, you know, so you got to level up. Uh, we ended the year with, um, the episode being called destination success. And I think that that was super fitting for episode 25 because that that is the destination. I mean, if you have any other destination of failure, that's on you. You by yourself. I can't join that wave. Uh, my destination is all about success. Um, that's the end, end, end result for me. I, I need I need success in every which way and form, um, every way possible, period. You know, as a man, as a father, um, you know, businessman, the list goes on. I just need success through in, throughout. Uh, and it, that, that it just doesn't mean, you know, financially money. I don't need to be rich. That's not what success uh, means to me. It just means being better and, um, showing extreme growth in every area of my life. Um, so, you know, being that we know that the destination is success for everybody that agrees with the destination is success. Uh, are you applying pressure on everything? And obviously, that's the name of this episode, applying pressure. You got to apply pressure because life, it won't stop. It won't stop attacking you. It won't stop happening. You know, 
going right back to that that saying that time waits for nobody, it's going to happen. It's going to walk right by you. It's going to run right by you because that's how fast time seems like it's going. It's going to run right by you and it's going to look at you like, oh, all right, peace. Like it's not going to say, hold up, let's stop and wait for this person to catch up with us or, or hop on. Nah, it's gone. It's going to keep attacking you. It's going to keep happening. So how do you combat that? Combat that. You have to apply pressure. Apply pressure on any and everything that you want in your life, that you want to do, regardless of what it is. You got to apply pressure. When you apply pressure on something, you know, you, you, you apply an extreme force. So put some force into your life on everything that you want to do. If fitness is something that, that's on your list, apply pressure to it. Don't let it defeat you. You got to defeat it. Apply force to that area in your life. I hope y'all with me. So, you know, continue applying the pressure on everything in your life, man. And um, you should find that the the end result that you're looking for, the end results, the the um, success, the um, the signs that you're going in the right direction should start to pop up. It should start to pop up in your life and give you that motivation, give you that reminder that, yeah, you you want the right path. You know, um, my year started off with with carryover. Uh, I think I even mentioned it um, in one of the uh, episodes to end the year. I'm not quite sure which one, but, you know, my thing was when 2020 gets here, I'm not going to be brand new. There's not something new that I'm looking to do in 2020 that I wasn't already doing at that time because I felt like, you know, I was putting in the work. I was putting in the time, the energy, everything. You know, I just needed to carry it over. And continue, try to level it up if I can. And carrying over wasn't enough. That's not enough. Um, you know, and I found out that it wasn't enough. Obviously, not when the ball dropped, but as the year came, you know, and, and as the ball dropped, came and went, you know, and now we're into 2020 and I'm feeling it out. I'm like, all right, you know what? Things should 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 continue on in a positive direction. It just wasn't enough because I had to apply more pressure. I couldn't continue doing the same old thing. So that carryover, I had to let go of that because that was old. That was the old grind. That was the old hustle. I needed even more grind, even more hustle. I had to level it up. You know, I had to apply more pressure. I had to apply more force to going after what it is that I want to go after and accomplishing what it is that I want to accomplish because that it just wasn't it. You know, um, adversity uh, it's, it's never going to go nowhere. That was still, you know, prevalent uh, financial setbacks, <laughs> bullshit drama that I learned a, a very major, valuable life lesson with. And it was needed for me. You know, um, I was under the impression that to myself, not under the under the under the impression, I felt like I was ready, you know, um, in terms of you know, my core, my core values and, and, and things like that. I had me under control, you know, and, and clearly I wasn't, I definitely wasn't. And I'm gonna get into that. Um, I had like a minor dispute, not like I had a minor dispute with a, uh, with a weak individual. And uh, the reason why I say weak is because, you know, it's levels to weak, you know, different things can make you a weak individual, but, um, you know, specifically it, it, this person's a control freak, you know, uh, and, and they're not even of importance to me, but, just this individual being who they are, they, you know, they're, they're, they're weak because they feel the need to have to control any and everything, no matter, you know, who's involved or, or whatever. And, um, you know, let's be clear that a control freak and a perfectionist is two different things. I'm a perfectionist. 
I take pride in being a perfectionist. But the thing with being a perfectionist, I don't need to control what anybody else is doing. I need to control what it is that I'm doing. I'm looking to perfect what it is I do. I'm not looking to perfect anything that anybody else does. You know, if my friend is right next to me doing something, I don't look over to what they're doing and, you know, try to take over what it is that they're doing and say, no, you got to do it this way because that's the way that I would like it done. No, I'm helping them get done what they need to get done. You understand what I'm looking to perfect, though, is my own shit, not your shit, but my shit. A control freak, they want to control your shit. They want to control theirs. They want to control yours. Not perfect it, but control it. <laughs> you know, it's an insecurity. Um, you know, like they, they want to micromanage everything you say and, and how you act and so on and so forth. You know, and this this person, it could be your boss. It could be your spouse. It could be your parent. It could be anyone, really, you know. Um, but, yeah, like control freaks, like they it's like they insist on being your number one priority or, you know, uh, they want like crazy influence over your life. Nah, that's not it. Like, you know, I've even seen control freaks go as far as like pushing buttons to pull emotional reactions out of people. You know, they have no respect for you, no respect for your boundaries, none of that. Like, that's not a perfectionist. So you can't say that, oh, I'm a perfectionist when these are the qualities that you're displaying, you know, with the people that surround you, uh, whether close to you or not. You're a control freak. You're insecure. You're weak for that. You know, you shouldn't want to control people. And if anybody knows me, they know that nobody controls me. So obviously that shit went left. And um, the huge valuable lesson that I learned from that whole dispute, that whole thing is that you can't let people's opinions or their visions control your actions or let it affect your vision. Um, let me say that again, and I hope I get it right. Like this, you, you can't let someone's um, opinion or their vision, their vision, um, you know, control or affect your actions or your vision. So, you know, if they have an opinion about you and you take that opinion to heart, you know, and now it's, it's affecting, you know, what you do by like, and, and how so would be, it's stopping you from, you know, going after something that you want to go after, something that's important to you, because now some doubt is is instilled because they gave their opinion on what X, Y, Z should look like or what X, Y, Z should be, you know. So l let that sink in. You can't let other people's opinions or their visions control your actions or your vision. That's like you got to tune that out, block that out, period, case in point. And I didn't do that. You know, um, and the example is that this this dispute happened right before I was going on vacation um, the day before I flew out, actually. And, uh, you know, shout out to the bros for that vacation. But uh, that that situation that happened, it killed my whole vibe, killed my whole vibe. It dimmed my light, you know, uh, and when I say it dimmed my light, like my personality was shut down. You know what I mean? I, I wasn't enjoying myself for like the first four days. I left for six days, I believe. And. You know, it, it dimmed my light. Like, it really just had me low-key. You know what I mean? And that ain't it. And, uh, you know, after having conversations with a few different people, you know, I realized, like, yo, that ain't the wave. And, and I still got a lot to learn. I got a lot to learn because I really sat here and thought that I was ready. But I allowed, you know, the opinion of somebody else 
to affect my actions and, and affect my vision so much so it, it, it like threw me off my grind. You know, it had me second guessing things. It had me, you know, doubting a little bit. And it had me so furious, so upset. But And the thing with me is I won't show it out in the open. I'll be cool as the other side of the pillow. Like, when you look at me, you'll never see me flustered physically. You'll never see me flustered. Nothing bothers me. But on the inside, though, in my brain, the situation would be killing me, killing me. I'll let it rip me apart on the inside. And, you know, that's that's what that situation was. Like, I didn't express it outward except for the fact that, you know, it killed my mood, it killed my vibe, it dimmed my light. It had me really, you know, like low key for somebody who don't know me, they'll just think that, oh, he's a quiet individual, which I am for the most part. But, you know, I, I can get live and um, and it, all of that was just totally shut down. So, you know, like I said, if I'm looking to put myself in, you know, the eyes of the people uh, to the capacity of, you know, being an actor or, you know, whatever, just being somewhat in a, 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 a limelight, um, even with doing this show, you know, a lot of people listen to this show. So I can't allow people's opinions to, you know, affect me, my vision and, uh, you know, my actions. I, I got to be able to take any and everything with a grain of salt. And like I said, I thought I was in a place of doing that. And clearly I wasn't because I allowed somebody that is of no importance to me to say something they and get under my skin enough that it threw me off track. So, I, you know, definitely got better. I have to get better, excuse me, at that. And, um, you know, uh, lesson learned. Like, I'm not where I thought I needed to be. And you guys should be paying attention to that as well. Because it's all about destination success, right? Applying pressure. So apply pressure on everything in your life, including the growth for yourself. Because your maturity, your spirituality, all of that needs to be in line, aligned with you know, your level of success, you, you can't like you being at a high level of success, but not mature enough to handle the responsibilities that come with it or the blessings that come with it. You know, you're going to find yourself back to square one. And that's not how we look in the level up. We want to walk on golden roads, pure gold. Um, but you know, I came back from a vacation. I was rejuvenated. I definitely took the time to, you know, get my mind right, plan things out. Uh, once I got over that little, uh, hiccup, and, you know, I was ready to rock and roll. Uh, after all the setbacks and everything, I was like, here we are. I'm ready to apply pressure, uh, get this podcast starting. And then more adversity started that set me back, you know, a couple weeks with doing this show, talking to y'all. And, man, did I miss this thing. You know, it just felt like, I guess for everybody, the month of January felt long. Um, and, you know, when I was doing this show for season one, time was flying. I mean, time was flying already, but the fact that, you know, I anticipated doing this thing weekly and had to produce it weekly. It's like the weeks just went and, and flew on by. So, you know, not doing it and then just going through all of this bullshit. Tom, January felt like it was three months in itself, <laughs> um, you know, but applying pressure, we know that. And uh, for any one of you guys that's lacking out there, you know, I got you. Every time I come on this microphone to converse with y'all, you know, my prayer is that some piece of information that I speak, it'll spark something in you. And that's the each one teach one thing, you know. Um, I take motivation and encouragement from any and everything, everywhere. You know, anybody is capable of, you know, passing a blessing on to me. Uh, whether they feel they're capable or not, I know they're capable. Um, and I just hope that, you know, 
I, I, I do well by serving you guys with the same motivation. I hope there's something, if not all of it, that you guys get out of, you know, what, what I speak about when I come on here. Um, if it's something personal, you know, that I'm sharing or if it's just me just kicking it with you, you know, <laughs> um, the objective, though, is, is like I said before, is to walk on gold, the purest gold. You want everything you do. You want it to just be laced in the best and the finest. Yeah, you want to be it. So walk like it, you know, um, no more complaining, no more procrastinating, you know, no more wishing, no more talking, no more worrying, <laughs> no more doubting, uh, no more letting people slow up your run, you know, and I, and I say these things uh, from personal experience. I mean, obviously, I just shared a story with you guys, you know, about how I was affected by something. And, you know, a lot of that is for me, you know. So, but I know I'm not the only person experiencing those things. So that's, that's why I say it. That's why I reiterate it, excuse me, and I put it out there, um, you know, so you, you, you guys could relate with me and, and we could, you know, continue on this journey together, you know, no more complaining, no more procrastinating, no more wishing, uh, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we need to be applying pressure all year and beyond. Like we set out for 2020 to be it. A lot of people across the world made bold, bold, bold claims that they're going to do this. They're going to do that. And I'm speaking more so for the people that I know or that I witnessed, um, you know, make these claims about themselves and their lives, what they're going to uh, achieve and accomplish. And I want y'all to achieve and accomplish those things. I'm not looking at what y'all claim to do as, oh, they full of shit. I hope they don't. Oh, they bugging. No, they not. No, you made those claims. I'm holding you accountable. I'm holding you responsible. You better go get that shit. You said that you was going to do it, right? So go do it. I'm expecting you to go do it. I'm holding you accountable and responsible for what you said. So you better go out there and do it. Apply pressure all year and beyond and make sure you go kill it. You know, and for those people that, you know, I mean, I mentioned before, it's like the people that's close to us, they always non-supportive or got some sort of hate in them. And it, it kills me like I laugh. You know, I, I, I'm not a model, but, you know, I, I'm, I've done some photo shoots and things like that. And, um, you know, I put some material out and, uh, you know, people that's I don't want to say close to me, but, you know, they know me. Uh, they may consider themselves, you know, associates or even friends. And the thing is, like, you you come to somebody and you say, and I'm going to give you all a person experience, personal experience. They come and they're like, oh, so you a model now? That's the first thing you ask me. You consider yourself my friend or you consider yourself my associate or whatever. And that's the first thing that come out your mouth. Oh, so you a model now? Like, I don't know why. Oh, so you such and such now has like a such a stink tone on it. But. It, it don't come across good. It don't come across like supportive. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. I don't know. But yeah, that, that kind of got like a little hate on it a little bit. Like you see me doing something and you kind of want to give it a backhanded compliment or throw a little shade on it by saying, oh, so you such and such now as if I can't be that. Like, I don't understand what that question means. So if one of y'all know what that question means, please explain it to me, because you could take that that same time and energy um, instead of asking me, oh, so you such and such now, I ask anybody, oh, so you such and such now and not asking them that question, maybe going out there and promoting or supporting your friend. 
you could take that same time and energy and go repost something that they posted on, on social media or plug them in with somebody that you know, a friend of a friend's friend or whomever. You know what I'm saying? Like, be supportive. Serve your friend. Serve this person that you consider an associate. We know you're not going to do that. We know I'm asking for a lot by even putting that out there because people love to hate. But um, I just find it funny, that question that people love to ask. Oh, so you such and such now? Like, that's what you really chose your your time to do? Give me a backhanded compliment or kind of throw shade on, on shit that I'm trying to accomplish? And that don't bother me. Like, that that don't get under my skin. So I kind of got that, you know, under wraps. I can handle that. It's just, it's silly to me. It's a stupid question that that's what you would choose to do opposed to, you know, supporting your people. Uh, so especially somebody that you may call a friend. Um, but you know, all in all, man, like we got to apply pressure. That's how we start in this year. Um, that's how we should have started this year. Uh, I wish I would have, you know, got this episode out a lot sooner, but it's never late. Um, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's never too late, never too late. It's always right on time. And, um, you know, I think this is around about that time too, where people start to get a little frustrated and overwhelmed with the year and the whole hoopla surrounding the ball dropping. So I think I'm right on time with, you know, this recharge of a message to anybody that's uh, out there looking to, you know, get back on track with what it is that they may have started or even just start to progress right away right now. Um, I know for me, I'm grinding, I'm applying pressure, crazy pressure. Uh, like I said, when I started this show, I'm super happy to be back uh, in the swing of things with you guys. Um, you know, I got a lot of good things uh, lined up for this uh, this podcast, you know, a lot of upcoming episodes. Um, I really don't have too much detail on it. I just know uh, the direction, a broad direction of where we're going to be going with each show. And you guys, you're definitely going to um, enjoy it. Uh, that's my show for this week. Um, super happy to be back, y'all. I mean, y'all have no idea. Uh, it's, it's a pleasure. I, I, I thank y'all so much. Um, and let's enjoy the ride, man. Episode 26 in the book. Season two is here. Your boy Preach signing out till next week. Amen. <laughs>